Hey, I'm Zach Tan. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a celebration of the photographers who have dedicated their lives to pushing boundaries and uncovering the beauty in the everyday. We'll explore the journeys that brought them here, from their humble beginnings to the pivotal moments that shaped their artistic vision. This is Picturing Conversations. Welcome back, YK. So, <laughs> all right, let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. So, the next part is really a lot more about you know your process because we've talked about who you are and you know how how the journey has been like for you. But right now, I think um, what people will be really interested to know is you know you've been shooting so many different commercial projects and you've toured with so many people and whatnot. Um, do you think that you have what people would call a photographic style? Do you think there's such a thing, like a recipe for what YK's photos look like? There's there's a question that even I ask myself, like mm. up to now. Yeah. Because a ton of interview usually there's always this question. Yeah. Do you have a style? And Can clients, you define it? Clients will come to you. Can we do it in your style? Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even. You know, it's something. Is is something that is very difficult to put in words mm. um, but if I were to put it in words myself it would be something like um, just a, a very cinematic and beautiful way to document every form of medium in life yeah mm. I, I think that's my style and you know like colours wise I've changed yeah going from very colourful to black and white to the famous two and orange and yeah. like so right now my color base is very true to life i try mm. to make it as as in real life as possible just a little bit darker and reducing contrast but um, i think style wise um that's how mm. i describe it i yeah. guess yeah i think something more technical that is you know while you're editing right i bet your you know your the people that follow you they will be they will be keen to know like do you edit based on uh, like a very technical you know uh, the, like the graph thingy mm. or do you just go by gut feeling mood and based on what you see on the streets like how does the editing process look like I think for for me it's um, it's very intuition based mm. I edit based on how I feel for the image yeah but of course, I have my own settings, mm. um, preset, so to speak. So I put the preset as a base setting first, and then I adjust from there. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, I reduce every single, I remove every single thing, and I start from scratch. Mm. So this also results in uh, when people ask me, oh, how long do I take to edit my photos? Mm. I say it can be from two minutes yeah. to like, two days because yeah. if I'm not satisfied with the photo I don't edit it mm. I leave it behind sleep on it sleep yeah. on it and you have a new take another day mm. yeah so my process is very intuition based I just edit how I feel like yeah. and I try to edit as true to life as mm. possible 
Yeah. I would imagine then, like, you know, you've been on tour, it would be a very <laughs> fast tempo kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. How, very, very. how do you ensure quality when you have such little time? Like, to, yeah. like, like how long do you spend on editing photos on tour? I only spend one hour. Yeah. yeah, and and is it normal that the photos have to be ready within the same uh, day? Yes, it's. I think it's very normal for event, everything mm. event based. Well, yeah. t- touring is also event technically because yeah. concert shows. So, because they need it live, so they can post mm. it on their social media. Um, so turn around usually it's really really quick. Um, uh, for music wise usually they say oh next day morning it's fine mm. because the show happens at night yeah. uh, but I deliver it within the hour because mm. I don't want to worry about it the next day or so <laughs> um, yeah. but also how I I end up on being editing so fast is because just practicing just clockwork mm. so when I first started touring I took a, I need about two hours mm. um, the the reason why I can reduce to one hour is because before touring, I do my own um, homework, so mm. to speak. Yeah, I lump a bunch of previous concert photos I've taken yeah. and I manually adjust the settings oh. and come to a happy medium and create that preset. Right. So okay. when I start touring, I just smack that on mm. and I can adjust really quickly from yeah, that. I, I fine tune, correct. Yeah. So I speed every process up by you know doing the the, the groundwork at the very start before mm. the tour meaning that the bulk of the work will then be on filtering and choosing which one makes the cut right like yeah. the photos i assume you have thousands of pictures of yeah yeah really every show one there's like 800 probably wow um and well this is one trick i i um have you know like on my on my every show mm. that i really recommend for um, people who are shooting music out there. Um, there's a rating tool on the camera. Hmm. Um, oh, on Canon. Yeah, on Canon. There's a star thing. There's yeah. a you can rate like one, two, three, four, five. Hmm. So, um, during the show, one and a half hours, I take, and I spend twenty seconds. Yeah. Um, quickly scrolling and yeah. just starring like yeah. whatever I like. Yeah. So it speeds up so much when I finish the show and just go straight into right. it. And it reflects the rating in Lightroom, my, the editing software I do. Hmm. So with that, I can select the photos hmm. at a way quicker rate. Yeah. So that's why also everything is really quick now. It's one hour hmm. instead of two hours in the oh. past. Has there been a moment then, you know, because you have to edit so fast. Mm. Is there a moment where you look back at a photo like, you know, a week later and you feel like, wow, maybe I've went a bit too overboard with this. Of course, of really? course. <laughs> I think that happens probably like for every single show, I have a mm. couple images that I for sure would have thought to myself, I could have done better, I could have yeah. edited better. Um, but it's because of the time constraint mm. that yeah. I can't, that I can't like um, do it like with mm. my own pace yeah yeah just think of it as a uh, serving pizza in a in a you know versus serving like a fast food yeah. versus serving a fine dining yeah yeah mm. it's different different yeah. pace different time yeah so then you know in a topic of like photographic style earlier and all that i see that you tend to shoot um you tend to pose a series of Im- images that conforms to a certain theme right mm. so you know this outside of your tour photos mm-hmm. like I, I think from uh, I've been seeing patterns of you posting pictures that are 
it's oddly similar in different ways. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost like a theme and it could be photos from different cities, mm-hmm. different instances in life and all that. Mm-hmm. But they kind of like come together to a certain theme. Like, do you usually shoot with a theme in mind or does the theme come after you have a series of images and you look at it like, okay, wow, this looks great together. That's, that's a good question. I, yeah. I don't think of it first. Mm. So I actually compile them after. Right. So that actually applies a lot in uh, the story that I want to tell. Mm. I think only 20% is hunting for it mm. and actually 80% is crafting it after after I shoot it. Yeah. yeah so it's more of like um finding finding the um finding the 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 moment again. You revisit right. again after you take yeah. the pictures. Mm. Um so so um, Interesting. Yeah, you're you're right about you know I have the, a lot of people tell me that like same same but different kind of yeah analogy with my photos. Um, I don't really know how to explain it also, but mm. it's also it's just um just the way I see life. Yeah. yeah, and I guess you have a natural tendency then to um put together a series of pictures because somehow you maybe you feel that it works better as a series, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but. Is it true then? Like, do you think that a body of work is more important than one single powerful image? I think they both have their own powers. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and I tend to steer towards a lot uh, uh, the uh, series of images now because um, I think also given like social media, it's like great to share more. Yeah, I feel like um, just slight different variations give a nice perspective of of. Um, of, of how people will see that certain place or that certain event that's happening. Hmm. But also you're right about how one picture is so powerful as well. A singular picture. Yeah. So I think there's, there's, there's no, there's yeah, no there's like one way correct yeah. answer. Yeah. It's just how it applies on different occasions. Yeah. That's how we started too, right? Like back then yeah. we would take one picture. Just one. I think maybe it's yeah. also because we didn't have the Instagram carousel, carousel function. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could only pick the best one and then you know, that should be Correct. the best of the night. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah okay. Right. Then, what do you think makes a good photograph then? Um, I think what makes a good photograph is is according to like the memory you associate with it and how timeless it is. Hmm. So it doesn't have to be like, you know, super cinematic. It doesn't even have to be like um, visually nice. Yeah. As long as you take a photo and it it has a memory attached to it Yeah. and it transcends time, the timelessness of it, I think it's a great photo. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So what do you think is more important? Um, Being a good photographer or being a good photo editor slash retoucher? <laughs> I honestly think being a fo- good photographer is the more important one. Mm. And given how technology is crazy now, it's yeah, AI, AI and all that. Yeah. They can do the work for you. <laughs> yeah. But, well, touch wood, they still cannot uh, re- recreate what you see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they can only do so much, right? Because they yeah. can generate pictures based on what's online. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're this, if say you're supposed to shoot a tour with love, yeah. there's no way they can do that because they don't yeah. have in, in enough database to Correct. Kind of put Correct. that together. Yeah. Then, you know, speaking of like uh, the quality that makes a good photo, mm. what was the last photo you've seen? Or what was the last image that you've seen uh, from anybody mm. that you feel, wow, this 
this is totally up my alley. It's a great photo. So there's um, well we we're talking about theme right, which is very yeah. timely because um, I went to uh this museum in New York. Yeah. It's called Photographiski. Mm. So uh, they had uh every year they have this um photo exhibition and this year's theme is fire fire so it's very interesting you know mm. when i say fire and everyone says fire you think of fire in so many different ways yeah and to think of it in different ways people express it visually also in different ways yeah so actually it's an exhibition of about i believe five to seven photographers that mm. they handpick mm. surrounding fire mm. and one that stood out to 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 me it's um it's it's this series of i think it was also five to seven images that uh is very powerful it basically is uh about um how um you know it's very sad uh it's basically about how this voluntary doctor mm. is based in india yeah and is doing surgery on third degree is it third degree or second degree burn, yeah, burn patients. Uh, patients yeah and um it's very sad but also very powerful yeah. it's pictures of how uh, of of kids even mm. oranges kids to old people yeah. in the exhibition mm. of how like burnt they are and mm. also how this doctor is trying to operate on them yeah so that's how that photography that photographer deem fire as mm. it's burnt yeah. yeah interesting yeah it's it's um something to it's a very powerful photograph because not only it stands out yeah but it also reminds you that mm. like how fragile like life is yeah yeah mm. and like how we um cannot take things for granted and all these yeah. all these all these things humbles us mm. yeah then like you know, because that sounds like a photo documentary mm. or journalistic thing, which I think you apply a little bit of that to your work as well. Mm -hmm. Like it's very voyeuristic. Um, but when you're, you know, ap approaching subjects like that, like how, like how do you feel that? You know, do you feel because sometimes I have this inner dilemma, like when I'm shooting, I don't know whether I'm leveraging on people's, um, mm. I don't know, life to kind of create a good picture. Like how do you deal with that? Do you, do you ever feel that way? Like I think. <laughs> You're robbing off somebody. That's, that, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, if you see in a perspective, it's actually the opposite. If you want it to be, hmm. if you you can elevate their life. Look at hmm. look at social media and how many failed businesses and how many people that has uh unfortunate background hmm. has been their life has changed because someone interviewed them. Yeah. Someone want to help mm. them out. Mm. So I think um, it's, it's for me, I want to, I always see it as we are enablers. Yeah. yeah. We enable their lives nice. and with our platform, if we take pictures and if we do appropriate, uh, uh, appropriate story mm. uh, on the copy, on the, on the caption, yeah. um, people will be curious and I think, you know, like we are not, making use of them for nothing then like we're actually putting them on the world out there mm. for them to uh, for the for the whole out there to um, view their life in a beautiful manner in a 
Um, mm. In however manner you yourself crafted it. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. You know, the topic of like tools mm. is something that's always been like talked about in photography or any other kind of like creative practice. Do you think gear matters? Not at all. Yeah. Mm. Um, sorry, let me take that back. <laughs> it matters to a certain extent. <laughs> but if you, were to, if you were to strip all of that off, it's totally fine. Mm. Um, I have this uh, analogy that mm. I always tell people. Um, it's like cutting an apple. You can use a blunt knife and it still cut the apple. Yeah. You use a sharp knife, it still does the work. It's just how refined and how how high the quality of the cut is. Mm. So you can use any camera, iPhone, film, uh, medium format whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but I think what's most important is 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 that you get the apple cut. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Then, um, is there a specific? I mean, this being more te- technical, mm. is is there a specific like? not say style but like a focal length that you always go back to because you feel that it you know it really resonates with how you see the world and how you want the world to be seen yeah I think my uh, ideal and I always go back to this range of focal length Mm. is between 40 to 60 Mm. yeah Mm, I think that also represents our eyes focal length around there Mm. yeah so I always just love to replicate what we see mm. with our own eyes. Yeah. So that's my favorite vocal line. Yeah. Interesting. And when, you know, so I give you this like keyword, which is chaos. Mm-hmm. And you're kind enough to like pull out uh, like a certain set of images that you felt, mm-hmm. you know, really um, spoke to the team and all that. When you were initially given that, but what was the very natural response or first reaction to the quote-unquote brief? Yeah, I relate to chaos as something with um, uncertainty and high energy. So that's that's probably how I perceived it when hmm. you gave me that word. Yeah, and I have put a couple images uh, that relates to it. Hmm. Um, and I love to yeah, those are the pictures, and I love to give. Uh, visuals not literally by its word I like to yeah I like to juxtapose juxtapose and like yeah give uh, let people think why is it chaos yeah that makes it more interesting you know mm. other than like just chaos then it's like literal meaning and think that's yeah. um, anyone can do that I think it's interesting that you actually picked out a photo of yourself sitting mm. by I assume your own living room with yeah. a computer in front of you like how yeah. how does that look like chaos to you yeah so um where your question was like why did i pick that for yeah. chaos so the thing is see that's this is our first instinct right yeah. i think i love that because a picture also sparks conversations mm. yeah yeah they're like what why so why calm. like yeah uh, just, are you chaotic or <laughs> yeah so yeah. you're right my mind was very chaotic yeah um i picked this because it was a self-portrait shot during covid mm. and I, it relates to the word chaos because my mind was very chaotic. Yeah, I did not have any job, so I did not know what to do. Mm. So this was a documentation of a self-portrait during that time yeah. of how um, helpless I am and mm. how 
chaotic, so to speak. My mind is because I don't know what to do. I yeah. just keep doubting myself. Like, mm. can this be a still be a full time thing? Like, yeah. is the lockdown forever? You know. Mm. So many uncertainties, and that's what led to me picking this picture. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Then the next one that I really loved was this, like this picture of you know this girl hugging mm. somebody. Like, yeah. I think what that's, do you think this? Yeah, I I put this out because I think it's uh, if. If I if you were to see this in a, in in an exhibition, yeah, and there is just the word chaos beside it, hmm. I don't. I want you to. I want the people who see this picture not to think of the word, but think of the image, so hmm. to speak. Relate yeah. to it, and you actually feel like there's some sort of calmness in this hmm. chaos. Yeah, this was shot in Times Square, so. Hmm. Um, this 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 girl hugging the dad. I'm yeah. not sure if she's sad or what. Um, yeah. But just seeking comfort in the midst of all this chaos. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of contrast of energy in this yeah. in this picture. So that's why I picked this for the team. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. And I think one of the other ones that really stood out was, you know, that uh the photo of the streets and how it's all blurred out. Yeah. And um, I think naturally, you know, people would. Because it it wasn't really a thing back then, mm. like for photographers, mm. right? Like, why would you shoot like blurry yeah, looking pictures? Yeah. But now it's but it's now a, it's a yeah. trend, and yeah. I think apart from being just a trend, it photos like that allows you to feel a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, feels a bit more. Yeah. yeah. So like so how how do you even take like take this picture in the first place? Yeah. So so this was this picture is actually um on purpose. Mm. Um, I wanted people to feel a certain sense of chaos because um this was shot in Shibuya so mm. you know the busiest crossing in yeah. in in uh in the world I think yeah and the not, fact that not the Somerset one oh the Somerset <laughs> is is another chaos yeah <laughs> yeah so so the fact that um there are thousands of pictures on the internet yeah millions but they are all stagnant mm. so I feel like by doing this purpose blur thing slow shutter effect it allows people like what you said to feel to mm. be more connected to that actual place yeah the adrenaline the adrenaline the, 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 the motion so I purposefully did a slow shutter drag for mm. it's a series of photos actually nice. um, on on people crossing the road mm. to immerse the audience into the space like oh it's actually like a lot of motion yeah yeah then you know when approaching like briefs, right? Say, you know, now we're talking about like commercial works mm, and all that. Mm. Like when you are given a brief, because, you know, the brief from me to you, not really brief, lah, but the, the world was chaos. But when you're approaching other commercial briefs, what's your, is there a certain pattern to the way you work? Like, do you dissect the brief and research or like, how does the process look like for YK? So the process is usually um, because there is a brief and I first uh, see how extensive the brief is. Mm. If it's a very open brief, I actually take it in a more abstract manner. Mm. So like what like what this yeah. example is, chaos, yeah. then I have free reign. Yeah. Uh, but if it's a brief that has already a certain vision and the a product certain- sell. Yeah, yeah, the products, then uh, it's more of a servicing route. It's more of a yeah. servicing aspect. Uh, so I do put my creative- juice and my creative mm. uh, input 
input in yep. in that, but it's more of a servicing route. Hmm. So the process usually is I look at a brief and I um, pull up some images and do a mood board. Yep. And um, I try my best to hit all the target that they want, hmm. but also putting my own creative mix on it. So you can you can think of it as like fifty percent, uh, trying to meet that target and fifty percent putting my own mix. So it's like a collaborative thing. Yeah, yeah. and you know recently you've been like, because you've went from just taking photos to mm. doing uh educational videos, and I think that that's also a very good outlet. You know, mm-hmm. just to um create content for clients and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you think that it's a struggle? Okay, or maybe not a struggle. Do you think it's a tough balance to kind of like uh, to retain a little bit of your own essence in it while fulfilling a client brief especially for videos because you know essentially there's so many ways you can do a video and uh, there's also like potential for for it to not do as well and blah, 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 yeah. blah. So, so how do you like navigate through all this um, I think first of all when a client comes to you um, and they know what you're good at mm. then obviously they want to tap on what your forte is yeah, and, put their trust product, yeah, yeah. and put their product or whatever they want mm. in your forte right so yep. I've done yeah like what you say I've done a lot of educational mm. uh, videos mixing in uh, what they want like yeah. like say I work with a hotel so like yep. ways to take best photos and all that mm. I think it's just uh, I just come to a conclusion that it's just a, it's just a means to like uh get the job done and yeah. earn money yeah mm, so yeah. so obviously that that makes me uh be satisfied with okay mm. they recognize my forte and then i just use this to the best of my extent and try mm. not to make it like a uh, hard sell <laughs> i hate hard selling yeah uh, <laughs> and 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 just uh move on yeah yeah like so that now that you've done so much right like do you have a version of a dream brief or a dream project that you've always been wanting to do but haven't got a chance to do yet um to be honest i have i don't think of that often because Mm. i just focus on what you yeah focus on what i do and be open open sponge about it and but i would love to um i would love for 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 a brief actually to uh have um, just like of of me documenting someone's life yeah mm. I think that would be like cool yeah yeah, interesting because that's not something that it's I don't think that's a very common in, in terms of commercial brief. yeah because yeah, it's yeah. commercial oh, that would be interesting how will you sh- document someone's life and make it commercial yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah then I think uh, we you know we've talked about a lot of things mm. and we are coming to a close here so just a few questions to end things off right like what's something that you would very cliche question but yeah. what's something you would say to the 17 year old IK that just picked up a camera you know what's one advice that you would give yeah I would, I would honestly I wouldn't say anything because mm. everything happened for a reason yeah, yeah. so I won't say anything just let him struggle would, yeah just let him struggle <laughs> let him go through shit and like um just it is what it is now because of the past so everything mm. is connected so i think um i'm i'm okay i yeah. don't need to say anything to my 17 year old self yeah. mm. just go out there and feel the world just go out there and uh, yeah correct mm. do do things and learn and grow yeah, yeah. okay 
you're the only person where I feel it's weird to ask this question last mm-hmm. one but where can people find you online because <laughs> I'm, cause I'm oh. <laughs> pretty sure people are already following you but yeah you know no. just drop all your handles for yeah. people that by chance don't follow YK of course yeah I'm sure a lot of people don't know me as well so um, my uh, easy my, my Instagram is YK just two letters and my TikTok is YK um, YouTube it's my name uh, Lee yeah, but it's dead and I plan to revive it hopefully nice. next year or so okay. um, so keep a lookout on that and um, Twitter as well my my name Lee Kiet and I think that's about it yeah. all the socials mm-hmm. yeah thanks for coming here thank you thank so much thank you Zach thank All you right, time to eat bye bye